Many of us have been spending a whole lot of time on screens lately, connecting with the world through the internet, through FaceTime calls, through Zoom video conferencing. It's funny, I don't think that I have ever spent so much time looking at myself, being on Zoom and FaceTime seems part of looking at other people and part of looking at me in the video. It's interesting though, as we meet with people on those video conferences, we get to see ourselves and fix our hair, maybe put on a little lipstick, not for me, but for others. We share in those moments our best selves. But what's underneath? Jesus finds the disciples. They were mending their they were minding their own business, hard at work in their fishing business, and he finds them. Scripture is filled with the reality that God searches us out and knows us. From Jonah today, God visits him, speaks to him, calls him. One of my favorite visions of God finding us is in Genesis, when the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Then they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, searched for the man, where are you? God finds us. He finds us in our work. He finds us wherever we might be in our lives, no matter whether we are filled with pride and power or whether we are humble and contrite. If you searched back in your life, where has God found you? What was that moment? And today, where does Jesus find you today? Now you might say with a smile, you might be inclined to answer, well, Edward, Jesus finds me today in church or streaming church. True enough. And living into that answer, Jesus also finds you in church in the season of Epiphany, the season of the church year when we recount those moments of divine manifestations. Epiphany is about seeing and understanding Jesus. Season began with the three wise men giving their gifts to Jesus, and we see Jesus as king. We see Jesus as God, and we know Jesus will die, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Two weeks ago, we heard of Jesus' baptism, and see and understand that Jesus is God's Son. Last week, we heard the disciples experience Jesus as the one spoken of by Moses in the law, and whom the prophets wrote. Today, we hear that Jesus, God's kingdom, has come near, that there should be repentance and belief in the good news. 
season is about seeing and understanding Jesus. And we understand another aspect of Jesus today. He sees. He sees Simon and Andrew. He went a little farther and he saw James and his brother John. That word, see. It's often given a metaphorical meaning of to see with the mind or perceive. In that moment when Jesus looks at these four men, he perceives them. Not just a passing glance or like seeing a headshot on a Zoom meeting. He perceives them. Just as God perceived, as he saw Adam and Eve in the garden, Jesus perceives those who would become the greatest and the least of his followers. He sees them, and then he catches them so that they can bless the world. And so in this moment, wherever you are, here in church, at your computer screen, Jesus sees you. Whether you are distracted with your to-dos, completely focused on every word of this sermon, mired in negative thought and only ifs, filled with anxiety about COVID, or reveling in joy, Jesus sees you. Knowing and understanding that God's gaze strikes through flesh and bone and sees the heart and the soul and the mind, it frees us, it liberates us to walk into a full relationship with God. That relationship, that journey with God that changes our lives. But it does take some work to know and understand that God, that Jesus sees us And often that work is accomplished over years of life. The first time I had the thought of becoming an Episcopal priest was in college. I was having a great time at the University of Texas. Late Saturday night football with wonderful beer. Still got to church on Sundays. But the idea that I should become an Episcopal priest came unbidden to my mind. God was searching for me, calling for me. He knew me. But in that moment, I pushed it away, suppressed that sense of call. After all, I had plans for my life. I had plans for my life. There's a lot of me in there. So then, almost 10 years later, that would change. God saw me. God had plans for me. He created me. Edward, his son, created to be a priest. What changed? I've often wondered of that question, how different my life would have been had I said yes to God in 1992 rather than 2002. Why suppress it first? And then later say yes. Although God sees us and knows us, we each of us are a pretty hard-headed bunch. 
cannot be said that we don't know ourselves. We spend a lot of time thinking about ourselves, our lives, our hopes, our dreams, our needs, our demands. I think the trouble is that we don't see ourselves as God sees us. We don't look in the mirror and see ourselves the way God sees us. Adam and Eve uncovered their nakedness. They saw themselves differently in that moment. God ever saw them as children, his creation. If only pride didn't get in the way and we saw ourselves, we let ourselves be as God intended. No matter where you are, God searches you out and knows you. He perceives you. If you allow those moments and reflect on how God perceives you, you might well find a call. You will think a certain way, something to do that is different, a call beyond your current to-dos or prejudices and into a new season of life. Could that season be evangelism, inviting to people to church, sending emails, inviting them to stream? Could a new season be a season of deep prayer for you, where rather than always offering petitions for yourself, you are prayer for the needs of your neighbors in the world? Are callings easy? Walking into a new season of life easy? Is it peaceful? Well, yes and no. Callings are filled with God's presence and grace, God's peace, but they often wander through discomfort and even pain and suffering. As the hymn goes, the peace of God that filled hearts brimful and breaks them too. So the world is starting to find new footing beyond COVID. The vaccine is moving among us. If only you can click fast enough. And there is a new opportunity for you. A new season ready and waiting for you to walk into with God. In your prayers, allow yourself not just to see yourself as you do, but ask to see yourself as God does. And then, what are you called to do? How are you called to fish for people? How are you called to share the amazing gift of God's love in your life? 